Hallelujah. John chapter 16 verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Jesus was introducing the bigger plan to them and the disciples were worried and they said, no, no, we don't want you to go. Why are you talking about going? Why are you talking about going? When we have we have figured out this thing, it's going to be massive. It's going to be big. And now you are talking about going. Where are you going? And Jesus told them, he said, listen, if I don't go, the bigger plan will not show up. He told them, if I don't go, you know, sometimes in life, until you leave that thing you are holding on to, you cannot hold on to the big one. The disciples were so okay. They were so relaxed with where they are currently. They were so relaxed with the position they were. And they didn't want anything to tamper with it. But Jesus said, look, if I don't go, the bigger plan cannot come. I had to leave so that the big thing would happen. Let's read that scripture again. John chapter 16 verse 7. He said, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage. When they were arguing and arguing, he said, it is to your advantage that I go. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Glory. Glory. And look at what he said. In verse 8, he said, And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and judgment. Hallelujah. Jesus in me, Christ in me. What is Christ in me that we're talking about? We're talking about the Holy Ghost. The Jesus that lives in the inside of you is the person of the Holy Ghost. That's what he said. He said, Look, if I don't go, Listen, the Holy Ghost cannot come. If I don't go, another me. No, who is this Holy Ghost we are talking about again? It's Jesus in the form of the Spirit. So when you are talking about Holy Ghost, you know, sometimes people get this thing confused. In the, in the Christendom, there is this confusion about God, the Father, God, the Son, and the God, the Holy Ghost. We're talking about the same person here. It's God wearing the human flesh, coming in the body, walking the street. It's still God now in the person of the Holy Ghost living in the inside of me. So when we talk about Jesus living in the inside of me, we're talking about the Holy Ghost in the inside of me. We're talking about God the Father in the inside of me. We're talking about Jesus in the inside of me. Hey! Are you getting it this morning? I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. My life must change. I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. My life must change. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. Hear me. Hear me, hear me. John chapter 14. I, I, I want you to get this thing. I want you to get this thing very well. If you get it very well, you will find out that you have power. You have dynamo. You have exosia. Power that you don't know of. 
in the inside of you. Hey! You know what the devil wants to do is for you not to realize it. But the day you realize it, everything will change. The day you realize it, everything will change. John chapter 14. John chapter 14, verse 16. And I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper. Okay. When you say another, what does that mean? Hello? Are you hearing me? When I say another, what it means is that there was a first. When I say I will give you another suit, what it means there was a first you have. And that first is about living. Now, Jesus was the first helper that they had. Jesus was there helping them. Jesus was there taking care of them. Jesus was there providing for them. Jesus was there. And now Jesus was about to leave. And the disciples were worried. And then Jesus told them, he said, I will ask the Father and he will send you another. 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 So that is another Jesus. The Holy Ghost is another Jesus in the inside of you. The Holy Ghost is another Jesus in the inside of you. Another Jesus, but in another form. Jesus in another form. Jesus in the form of the Spirit. Jesus in the form of the Holy Ghost. No more physical with you, but now in the inside of you. How many of you are following me this morning? You are with me? You are with me, right? 14 verse 26 now. Let, let, let's, let's go through it. I will send you another helper. The Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name. Now what it means is that the Holy Ghost can only come upon you in the name of Jesus. When you have accepted Jesus Christ then the Holy Ghost comes. He will teach you all things and bring you to remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I live with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world give to, not as the world gives, do I give you. Let your heart be let your heart let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I am going away. And I am coming back to you. So Jesus is going away and he is coming back in the form of who? The Holy Ghost. Hey! Did you get that? He's going away. That's what he says here. He said, I'm going away, but I'm coming back in the form of the Holy Ghost inside you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He said, you have heard me say, I'm going away and I'm coming back to you. If you love me, you will rejoice because I said, I am going to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes that when it does come to you to pass, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. But the world may know that I love the Father, and the Father gave me commandment. So I do. Arise. Let's go from here. Praise God. He said, I'm sending another one. He's coming. The person of the Holy Ghost. 
The person of the Holy Ghost. The person of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And you know this was prophesied in the Old Testament. In Jewel. Jewel. We may not have time to read now. But in Jewel chapter 2 verse 28. He said for I will pour out what? He said in the last days I will pour out what? My spirit upon all flesh. Hallelujah. So the Holy Ghost has been prophesied from the old. And now Jesus has come and is sending the Holy Ghost. Praise God. The moment you accept Jesus, you are sealed with the Spirit of God. Listen, the Holy Ghost is not what comes on you at one time. After you have given your life to Christ. No. Get it. Get it now. Get it now. Get it now. Get it now. Immediately you give your life to Christ. The Holy Ghost is the seal. Some people confuse it with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now, the baptism of the Holy Ghost is different. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is when you allow the Spirit of God to fill you up. But the, immediately you give your life to Christ. Are you hearing me now? Immediately you give your life to Christ, there is what? The Holy Ghost in the inside of you. That Holy Ghost is the seal. But when you give it expression, that's the infinite of the Holy Ghost. When you give it expression, it gets you, it fills you up. When you give it expression, it manifests in diverse ways. So that's why the infilling of the Holy Ghost, we need to be praying for the infilling of the Holy Ghost every time. We need to give the Holy Ghost room to manifest. But you know, every child of God, the day you give your life to Christ, the Bible said that you are sealed with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is actually the, the, the mark. You know, when you have a, a, a something, you put your own label on it. The Holy Ghost is the label. The Holy Ghost is the sign that shows that you are a child of God. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you are not a child of God. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you have not given your life to Christ. The day you gave your life to Christ, the Holy Ghost was put on you as a seal. Act of Apostles chapter 1 from verse 6. Hey. Therefore, when they had come together and they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. But when, look at verse 8 now. He said, But ye shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall witness you shall be witness to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. When you have the Holy Ghost inside of you, you, are the, you, you become a witness to, 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 for Jesus. Sir. You become a witness for Jesus. Sir. You can share the gospel. And that is why Jesus was training the disciples. And when the disciples were getting worried, he told them, I'm sending another. And this one I'm sending, he lives inside of you. And with him, you can do the work of ministry. With him, you can go about telling people about me. With him, you can reconcile people to God. With him, you can tell people, I am the bridge. That when they hang on to me, they will get to God. With him, with the Holy Ghost, you can do the impossible. The Holy Spirit gives us boldness. It gives us boldness in the face of an, a, a, adversity, in the face of crisis, in the face of trouble. You have boldness. Where does the whole boldness come from? The boldness comes from the Spirit of God. The boldness comes from the Spirit of God. 
I have seen people who are intimidated. Timid, timid, I'm sorry, people who are timid before they gave their life to Christ. And suddenly, when the Holy Ghost came upon them, power! Suddenly, power! I've seen people who couldn't do much some things in the natural. But when the Holy Ghost came upon them, everything changed. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ in me, the power to do the impossible. Christ in me, the power to change every situation. Christ in me, the power to, to, to turn everything around in, in, in my favor. Christ in me, the power to reach the world. The power to change circumstances. The power to do the impossible. Christ in me. Christ in me. You cannot enter into the supernatural if you don't have the Holy Ghost inside of you. The Holy Ghost is the power. The power to do the impossible. And that is why you must practice the presence of God every time. When we say practice the presence of God, it's already there inside of you. But you need to activate it. You need to let it flow. Don't let the body dominate you. Don't let the body dictate for you. Don't let the body tell you. That is the advantage you have. As a child of God, that is the advantage you have in that job. That is the advantage you have in that business. That is the advantage you have in that, in, 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 in that exam. That is the advantage you have in that career. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. He is your advantage. He is your advantage. The Holy Ghost. That is what differentiates you from every other person. That is what differentiates you from every other person. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Hear me, hear me now, hear me now. He said the Holy, he said he will, the Holy Ghost will help you to live the life of the kingdom. Listen, anytime you see yourself struggling in living the life of the kingdom, you are not, you are not, you are not activating the power of the Holy Ghost. Anytime you are struggling to live the life of the kingdom, you are not activating the power of the Holy Ghost because that is the work of the Spirit. The work of the Holy Ghost is to help you to live the life of God. Those who walk in the power of the Holy Ghost, those who walk in the power of Jesus in them, will not struggle in life. Allow the Holy Ghost. Allow the Holy Ghost. Give him room. Give him room. Give him room. Give him room. Hey! 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 I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. My life must change. Hey, I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. My life must change. Hey, I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. My life must change. Hey, 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 h
I will never be the same. I will never. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. He said, For it is God who works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. It is the Holy Ghost that empowers you to do the will of God. Somebody say, ah, this thing is difficult. No, it's because you don't have the Holy Ghost. If you have the Holy Ghost, he helps you. I have a helper. Oh, something happened to you. And you said, oh my God, I'm feeling so sad. No, you have not activated the power of the comforter. If the power of the comforter... Listen, the, the Holy Ghost is like different softwares. It's like different softwares in the system. Different app in the system. Listen, your phone can do some things if you activate the app. If you activate the app, there are apps that are already installed in your phone, but they cannot work until you activate them. So if you need a comforter, activate the power of the Holy Ghost. You need a helper, activate the power of the Holy Ghost. You need to find your way, activate the power of the Holy Ghost. Because the Bible said that the Holy Ghost makes us willing. We are alive to Christ and we are not good people. No. He said, while we were yet in sin, as a fornicator, as a prostitute, as a murderer, as a liar, as, as an abuser, as a rapist, whatever it is, whatever it is, Jesus loved you, not after you had changed. No. We are not talking about people who change and Jesus have to love them because they have changed or because they are better. Now, that is a human being. You know, we like to like, we love people who have repented, people who have changed and they are not doing good works. No, no, that's not Jesus. That's not the love of Jesus. The love of Jesus is while we were yet in sin, while we were still swimming in sin, Jesus loved us. Jesus died. Jesus gave his life. Not after we have changed. That's why the song says, Jesus loves even, even me. With all my faults, with all my inabilities, sir, with all my weaknesses, sir, Jesus loves even me. Even when people have put me aside, even when they've given up on me, even when they say, no, this one cannot be redeemed. Jesus loves even me. Even when they say, I cannot make it anymore, that my life is useless, that I cannot amount to anything. Hey, Jesus loves even me. When my parents gave up, when your parents can give up on you, when your siblings can give up on you, when your friends can give up on you, when everybody around you have rejected you and they said you cannot come up to anything, they said it is over for you. Hear me? Jesus loves even me. Hey! It's not about where you are right now. It's not about what you're doing right now. It's about the love of Jesus that meets you where you are. The love of Jesus that does not expect you to change before the love can manifest. The love of Jesus that does not expect anything from you. All that is required is for you to accept that love. That love has already been given. All you need to do is to accept the love. 
is to accept the love of Jesus. Oh, glory to Jesus. I am so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. The Bible said that the sins are no more accounted unto them. Jesus came not to impute sin on sinners, but to reconcile men with God. But to reconcile men with God. But to remove the boundaries. But to remove to remove the, the demarcations. To remove the hindrances that was stopping us from reaching God. That was stopping us from being connected to God. Jesus came and he removed it. And he became the bridge. He became the link between us and God. If you hold on to Jesus, you get to God. You know, when there is a bridge, when there is a, a, a gully, or there is a river that is crossing somewhere, and you cannot get to the next point, there is a separation, you need to build a bridge. Jesus is the bridge. Jesus is the bridge that links us to God. That takes us to God. If you believe and accept Jesus. The Bible says you have eternal life. The Bible says you have crossed from death to life. Hey! <laughs> you have crossed from death to life. The life you live is no longer you that live. But Jesus lives in the inside of you. Glory to God. Thank you Lord Jesus. Jesus, blessed Jesus, I love your name, I love your name, yeah, Jesus, blessed Jesus, there is no I know my soul say yes say yes say yes my soul say yes say yes to your will are you going to say yes to Jesus this morning are you going to say yes to Jesus this morning? That's all he needs. That's all he needs. That's all you need. That's all you need to be connected to him. Yes, say yes. Say yes. It's your decision. It's your choice. The moment you make that choice and say yes, everything changes. He comes and lives in the inside of you. He comes and takes a board in the inside of you. Hey, say yes. My soul says yes, say yes to your will. My soul says yes, my soul says yes, yeah, yeah. My soul says yes, say yes to your will. Hallelujah. It is the month that God is restoring us back 
to the original intent. It's a moment that God is taking us back to the original purpose why he created us. I want us to go back to Genesis this morning. Genesis chapter 1. Let's, let's, let's look at it. So that we are not carried away by every wind of doctrine. This is our modus operandi. This is our constitution. The scriptures. Whatever we do must be based on the scriptures. Genesis 1.26 And God said, let us make man in our image. So, how can a man that is made in the image of God and yet the religious people say that we are far from God? Does it make sense? We are the image of God. We were created in the image of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now this was the original intent. I'm talking about the original intent now. The original intent is that he was, we were made in the image of God according to God's likeness. He said, let them have dominion over the fish and sea, over the bed. So we were created to have what? Dominion. Praise God. We were created to have dominion. Then if you go to chapter 2 of Genesis, verse 7. And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostril the breath of life and man became a living being. So, what is the image of God in man? The breath. The breath of God. Man was given a living spirit. And that spirit will not die. So, the real you is what? The breath of God. You are the breath of God. Somebody tell, tell somebody close to you, you are the breath of God. The real you is the breath of God. A clay, the Bible said that God formed a clay. Look at it. That's what we just read now. Verse 7 of chapter 2. And God formed man of the dust of the ground. So, the body was a dust. And that is why, the, that is why they said, dust you are, and to dust you will what? You will what? You will return. In Hebrew, they, they call it Aja la Raja. Unto la Ragini. Unto. Praise God. <laughs> that means the, the sand goes back to the sand. The dust goes back to the dust. You were formed from a dust. So this body is a dust. This is not the real you. If you think this is you, you are making a big mistake. If you think that your body is you, you are making a big mistake. This is why, this is the mistake people make. That is why a lot of people indulge in all kind of things to take care of the body, to do all kind of things to the body in, in, because they think that this is them. You are more than what you are looking at. You carry the breath of God in your inside. You are the breath of God. The real you is the spirit, the living spirit that was breathed upon you. The living spirit that was breathed upon you. Can I hear you? Can I tell you something? That spirit will never die. Yes, sir. That spirit lives forever. But the question is, is it going to live in internal life or internal death? But that spirit will always be. It cannot die. Spirit cannot die. That's somebody that cannot die. <laughs> 
spirit cannot die. The body can die, but the spirit can't. Hallelujah. So, the breath of life was breathed upon man. And man was to dominate. Man was to rule. Man was to, was to take care of all that God had created through the spirit. But something happened. Hallelujah. A tragedy happened. A tragedy happened. Man disobeyed God. Did not follow God's instruction. And yielded to the flesh. And hence, it weakened the spirit. Because of the sin of man. Because man, the first man, which is the first Adam, violated the rules of God. And what the, 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 the body became corrupted. The spirit became deadened. That spirit that was supposed to rule the body was no longer ruling the body. The body now was that took over and now ruling the spirit. Do you, do, you, do you understand what happened? Because of sin, when God breathed, the Bible said God breathed in his nostrils and he, the, the man became a living being. Now, the life of God in that man was was to be lived through the body. Now sin came in. The spirit was no longer in charge. But the flesh became in charge. The flesh was now dictating to the spirit. It was like changing the things upside down. It was the spirit that was supposed to live through the body. But now the body is now dictating to the spirit. Of how to live. That was how corruption entered. The spirit was corrupted. Because the body was corrupted. And the body gave instruction to the spirit. The spirit was now corrupted. A man could no longer function. In the original intent. Man could no longer function. In the way God designed man to function. Man could no longer live. In the way God occasioned man to live. That was a problem. And that was not the way God meant it to be. That was not the way God planned it. And behold, Jesus came. God sent Jesus. That was why I, I, I keep talking about, I, I, I sang a song this morning. I am so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. I am so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves even me. Now, we were in sin. And yet, God made up a decision to come and save us. And he sent Jesus. Bondage. And you have the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost comes, the Holy Ghost, one thing the Holy Ghost does is that He frees you from every bondage. One thing the Holy Ghost does is that He frees you from every bondage. 
if you are under any cause, if you are under any cause, all you need is to welcome the Holy Ghost. They say, ah, there is a central cause. They say, ah, this person cost you. They say, ah, is, is your father's the sin of your father that is disturbing you? Hey, you don't know the person of the Holy Ghost. Introduce the Holy Ghost, and every cost will be broken. Introduce the Holy Ghost. Introduce the Holy Ghost. Bring the Holy Ghost. Every cost, the Bible says, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, bondage, captives are set free. Captives are set free. Welcome the Holy Ghost in your life and say bye bye to every demonic bondage. Hey, I will never be the same. I've taught you your grace. My life must change. Hey, I will never. First John chapter four, verse verse four. I want to read the scriptures. First John chapter four, verse four. Look at what it says. He said, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than who is in the world. Who is in you? The Holy Ghost. Who is in you? The Holy Ghost. He that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. You have overcome because of the Holy Ghost. Every bondage, every crisis, every challenge, Activate the Holy Ghost. Hey, get into your get into the spirit and begin to declare the power of the Holy Ghost. You have power to overcome. You have power to overcome every challenge, every struggle. You can overcome by the power of the Spirit, by the power of the Holy Ghost. Hey! Hear me, hear me quickly. Quickly. Philippians chapter 1 verse 19. Look at what he says. For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and what? The supply of the Spirit of Jesus. The supply of the Spirit of Jesus. You can overcome every situation. Everything can turn around for your good. By the supply of the Spirit of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lastly, lastly, as we round up now. The Holy Ghost will help you worship and pray to the Father. How many? Of, how, can, how, how are you able to pray if the Holy without the help of the Holy Ghost? The Holy Ghost knows the right words to say. The Holy Ghost knows the right things to say, and that is why we pray in the Spirit. That is why we pray with the language of the Spirit. The Bible says, "For the Spirit interceded with groanings that cannot be uttered." 
Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. I wanted to post this scripture. I can't read it now. Romans chapter 8 verse, from verse 26 to 27. Also put up Matthew chapter 10 verse 20. Romans 8 26 to 7. Matthew chapter 10 verse 20. People just go and read that scripture. It says what? The Holy Ghost intercedes on our behalf. The Holy Ghost speaks for you. The Holy Ghost tells you what to say. The Holy Ghost connects you to God. I will never be the same. I've taught you your grace. My life must change. My life must change. I will never be the same. Yeah, I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. My life must change. I will never. I will never. Hey. Father, we thank you tonight. This morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to pray with you right now. You are hearing me. You are listening to me. You have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Jesus Christ cannot live in you. The Holy Ghost was only given to the disciples. Those that have accepted. And he said that as many that accept, they would also receive. The Holy Ghost cannot just fall on anybody. It falls on those who have accepted. It's the seal that you have accepted. So, if you want the power... If you want the advantage of the Spirit, if you want the advantage of the Holy Ghost, you need to come through Jesus because the Holy Ghost can only be given through Jesus. So if you are hearing me, you have not given your life to Christ. Make up your mind now. It's your choice. It's your choice. Jesus will not force you. He has made it clear. It's your choice. To make that decision to live eternal life or to stay in eternal death is your choice. Make up your mind now. Make up your mind now. If you have made up your mind, the only way to receive Jesus is to believe it in your heart and confess it with your mouth. If you believe it with your heart, you confess Jesus with your mouth and you are saved. I pray for you right now in the name of Jesus. As many that have believed in their heart, Lord, as they make this confession, Holy Ghost, enter them. Seal them, O oh God, with, with that seal of sonship in the name of Jesus Christ. I want you to say this after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you now. I've realized that I, I, I can't do without you. I believe you that you died and raised again for my sake. I believe you that you paid the price for my sin. Today I come to you. I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. Come into my heart. Make a board in my heart. Take over me. Seal me with the Holy Ghost. And let me live the life, my life for you. In Jesus' name. If you've made that confession right now and you, 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 you believe it with your heart 
and you've made it with your mouth, you are you have Jesus. Remember, it's not just by the confession that you accept. Your heart will also have to believe. So if you're just repeating words, they mean nothing. Until your heart believes, that's when you give your life. Father, I thank you for everyone hearing me right now. I thank you for all the believers who already have Jesus, but they are not taking advantage of the Holy Ghost. I pray right now that they begin to see it. That they begin to see it. Holy Ghost, help them. Let them understand it, that the Holy Ghost is the power they need to do the mighty things. The Holy Ghost is the power they need to do the impossible. I pray right now that your people will realize it. Your people will come to that understanding. And they begin to say no to everything that is not right. They begin to say no to everything that is not the Holy Ghost. That does not represent the power of the Holy Ghost in their life. And their life will begin to change. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you.